Hello, hello, hello. Good morning. It is, what is today? Tuesday. <laughs> I hope everyone is having an amazing morning today. I am having a great morning, actually. I, I've i started reading a new book. Y'all know I always read books, but I started reading a new book. I'm almost done with it. It's called The Compound Effect. And basically, the book is about... Um, adding small habits into your life, like small daily habits into your life, something that's really, really small that may not, you know, make a big impact in 30 days or 60 days or 90 days. But then you look up and a year or two or five later, your whole life is completely transformed by these little bitty changes in your life. So I already have a morning routine or morning ritual. I talked about it on one of the other episodes, but this um, book in particular actually made me want to add a little bit to it. So aside from, you know, all the other stuff that I do in the morning, I have incorporated um, lighting an intention candle every day and just doing something different. So anyway, um, I'm having a good morning and saging. That's what I was getting to. I was like, where was I going with this? Okay. This is where I was going with this, but I was, um, adding saging or cleansing my space into my daily routine because I wasn't really doing that every day before. Um, I was also reading this book, get rich, lucky bitch by Denise Denise Duffy, Den- Duff. I don't know. I'll, I'll come back to it. Y'all know my memory with the author's names and stuff is not always the best, but she, um, she challenges you to write your goals down every single day. She said a millionaire writes their goals down once a day, a billionaire writes them down twice a day. I've been focused on the million, so I've been writing them down at least once a day, sometimes twice a day. And I'm like, these two little things, just cleansing my space and getting my, you know, getting my energy clear of all negativity and then writing my goals down every single day because I journal every day, but I wasn't really writing down my goals every single day, once or twice a day. And yeah, I really, really, really like my mornings better. Just from adding, you know, those two little things. And one of my uh, things that I do every day is listen to a book or read a book or listen to a podcast or some type of some something um, positive, inspirational, or just read in general. And if I hadn't been reading, I would have never picked up these habits. And so that's why my mornings have been amazing. Um Pick up a habit. Pick up a book. My goal, I think it was 2019, was to read one book a week. And I challenged myself to do that for 52 weeks out of that year. I think I I read a few more than 52 in 2019. But now it's just like a part of my life. I don't even see a day where I don't read something or listen to something that is educational or inspirational or something like my day is not complete if I don't do that. And I think that that is why that's probably why I even have this podcast. That's probably why I have everything that I have in my life was just that one little thing that I added listening to one book a week, 
or reading one book a week. And that might sound like a lot to you all, but I don't read a lot of like books in my hand. I, I listen to a lot of audiobooks. And you can listen to an audiobook while you're cooking, while you're cleaning, while you're driving, while you're shopping, while you're working out, all the all day. You know what I mean? So having a book in my hand limits how much I can actually read because I can't wash dishes and read a book. I can't cook and read a book. I can't go jogging and read a book. So, you know, Audible, audiobooks, they're, they're, they're for me. App, Audible is for me. And it ultimately changed my entire life. So that's how little habits can change your life. But this episode is not about how little habits can change your life. I really need to stay on topic. I swear I'd be like all over the place. This is how my brain, this is how my brain is. We are, (laughs) we are in the law of attraction versus the law of assumption series. And this is episode, is it three? Episode three. And today I wanted to talk to you all about training your subconscious mind. And I want to talk about how um, how the Bible kind of speaks on your subconscious mind and the power of manifestation. Because I don't think that a lot of us have heard some of these some of these scriptures explained in the way that in a way that how can I word this? I'm not trying to um, I'm not trying to talk down about religion. I'm not trying to talk down about how we were taught religion. I'm just saying that I think that there can be different interpretations of scripture. And I think that we were taught differently than I believe, and these are only my beliefs, not, they don't have to be yours and yours are not wrong and mine are not right and mine are not wrong and yours are not right. It's just a difference of opinion. And I hate that I have to say all of that on my own damn podcast, but I do because I don't want to offend anyone and I don't want to make it seem like I'm a know-it-all and your pastor has been wrong for 30 years or 50 years or whatever. I don't want to seem like that at all. I just think that I interpret the word a little bit differently than it's ever been explained to me. Um, so I want to jump right in. So I want to talk about it. So the law of attraction, we already know. We already broke it down what the law of attraction is. We, we've already talked about it. We've said that the law of attraction is basically, you know, positive thoughts bring positive events into your life. So ultimately, you'll have more positive um experiences. Negative thoughts bring negative events and experiences into your life. And that's that's how, you know, negativity is in your life. So the more you think about something, the more you invite it in. Your attention to it invites it in. That's the law of attraction. Law of assumption is when you assume that a thing is already done, it already is. And so it is, right? Um, so we are talking today about your imagination. I I told you about Neville Goddard. Neville Goddard is an amazing teacher of the law of assumption. He's one of the main teachers of the law of assumption. And basically, Neville Goddard says that your subconscious mind 
controls almost all of your life, like 95% of everything that happens in your life. Your conscious waking mind only controls about 5% of your experience here on earth as a human is what I'm saying. <laughs> and um, he says that your the use of your imagination is God's gift to you. So your imagination is the Christ within you. It's like an a unlimited power within you to create any life that you want. And it's not until you understand that your imagination is the Christ within you that you can go out and live the life that you truly want. You have to see that you have been blessed with that ability that you have been blessed to use your imagination to manifest your life. See, the thing is, the thing is, is that we've been doing this already. We already imagine everything. We already have seen it in our mind because if we didn't, we would not be living it. I'm, I'm a female and I can only speak for females because I'm a female, <laughs> but I know that I like practice arguments in my head. All the fucking time. I, I know that I do this. I know that I do this. And then I bring the argument about because I've already went through how, what I'm going to say and how I'm going to say it in my brain, especially when you're not getting along with somebody in your brain. You're already like that in your head. You're already like going on them in your head. When you think something strongly, you already you're you're living in expectancy. You're living as if it already happened. Instead of turning it the way that you want it to go and expect what you want to happen to happen, you kind of turn it in to what you don't want. Because for some strange, we, some strange reason, we as humans have been conditioned to always believe in the negative happening, always believe that it won't work out. Instead of twisting that into blind faith and believing that it will. So Neville Goddard says that you have the ability to will things into being by using your imagination. So instead of imagining that you're getting into arguments, why don't we imagine that it was peaceful? Why don't we imagine that the problem is solved already? Why don't we assume, why don't we use the law of assumption to assume our desired outcome is already done? If we can see it in our imagination, then it will be. If we can see it in our imagination that it will be. So then it's like contradictory that I said that 95% of our lives are from our subconscious mind and not our conscious mind. So now you're probably thinking, well, you just said that I'm not going to really manifest shit. If it's with my waking mind, I'm going to manifest it in my subconscious. So how do we train our subconscious mind? We train our subconscious mind by using our imagination at pivotal parts of our day, which is as soon as we wake up in the morning and right before we fall asleep at night. It's kind of like an in-between phase. It's like an in-between wake and in-between sleep phase. When you're not fully awake, but you're not fully sleeping either, it's especially powerful in the evening. Because whatever you think about right before you go to bed, whatever you are filling your brain with right before you go to bed, your subconscious mind is going to digest that and pick it up. And if we make a habit 
of using our imagination before bed. I used to think this was so weird too. Using our, using my imagination before bed or visualizing and just thinking about something that I want before bed used to be so weird and so hard. Now I just look forward to laying down and just putting myself in a different reality every night before I go to bed. Now I'm happy to do it because sometimes our waking lives can be hard and being a human can be ghetto as fuck. So right before I go to bed, I'm like, oh, I get to go back to my little la-la land and imagination and train my subconscious to bring that reality to fruition. That is how you train your subconscious mind. Every night before you go to bed, I want you to think of your of the problem that you have as already solved. So let's just say, for instance, I don't know, what's a problem? A lot of um, ladies are single and men are single. And maybe you want to be in a relationship. And so your problem is being in a positive, healthy, and loving relationship. That's your thing that you want to manifest. You want a positive, loving relationship. So before dozing off to bed, you really need to assume the feeling of being loved. You need to assume the feeling of having a supportive, loving partner. What does it feel like? What are you, what are you doing? Where are you going in your imagination? How can you assume that it's already done? So if you are assuming that maybe a date night with the person that you love, you're sitting at dinner, you're laughing, you're enjoying each other's company, then you need to think from from that place. You need to think from that place. Don't think of it. Don't think of it as it will happen. Think of it as it's already happening right now. Like you're watching a movie of yourself and you're putting yourself inside that movie. And you're watching it and you're living it as if it's already done. So you're using your imagination before bed and you are at the table with your love. You're eating, I don't know, salmon and you can taste the salmon and you can taste the lobster and you can taste the red wine or the Chardonnay. Yeah, red wine and salmon is not really a good pair, but you can taste the Chardonnay or whatever wine you're drinking and you can feel yourself laughing. You can feel your stomach tightening and releasing from the laughter. You can feel the tears on your face from laughing hysterically. You can feel your partner's hand as you touch it across the table. You are there. You're not thinking of it. You're thinking from it and you are experiencing this right before you go to bed. If you do that enough times at night before you go to bed, it's only a matter of time. This is a guarantee. This is not something that, oh, Amanda's talking about some crazy use your imagination. This is a guarantee, a guarantee that it will come into fruition. It will be. If you can think of it as already done, already happening, it will be. We have to be aware of what we're feeding our brains at night. I say this all the time. If you listen to this podcast, you hear me say this all the time. We have to be aware of what we're putting into our brains, especially right before falling asleep and especially when we're waking up in the morning too. I try my best to never get on social media or check my emails um, one hour in the morning after I wake up. 
I try my best to. Sometimes I fail. Sometimes, you know, I'm human. I, sometimes I just, it's a habit, you know, that's how they set it up so that it could be, you know, a habit for you to check social media. But sometimes, most times when I catch myself, I do not check social media or emails an hour in the morning. So just make sure that you give yourself time in the evening too before you go to bed. Give yourself an hour or two before bed of no social media. And make sure that you know what you're feeding your brain. You can watch TV if you want to, but what are you watching? Let's not watch stuff about killing and and fear and something scary or something stressful or something that, you know, you soak all that in. You're soaking all the, those emotions in. If that person is scared on TV, if that person is depressed and crying, you're probably crying right along with the character on the TV. Let's not fall asleep to that. Be aware of what you are feeding your brain in those very important times of the day. So Neville Goddard, like I said, he talks about the Bible as it contains all the information and all the wisdom of manifestation. He basically said that human beings are a manifestation of God and our only, our only job is to manifest that is our job as, as people. Our job as humans is to manifest um, and to live life abundantly. So you know how the Bible says, how Jesus says, my father and I are one, but my father is greater than I. So Neville Goddard, Neville Goddard sorry, explains this as meaning your father... God, Christ within you, you and your father, you are one. He says that you being your, sub, being your conscious mind and your father within you being your subconscious mind are one, but your father is greater than you, meaning your subconscious mind is greater than your conscious waking mind. He wants you to think of it as two separate beings two separate beings. What your conscious mind does has very little effect on your subconscious. And that's how we kind of play into the law of attraction and using different um, law of attraction techniques in order to create a stronger faith, right? So affirmations. I know a lot of spiritual teachers who do not believe in affirmations. The thing about affirmations is you might not believe it the first hundred times that you say an affirmation, but it's not about your waking mind believing it. It's about saying it so many times that that it sets into your subconscious mind because your subconscious mind is greater than your conscious mind, even though it's all connected. My father and I are one, but my father is stronger and better than I right? So we have to use those law of attraction techniques in order to create the faith. And faith is a belief in things unseen as if they are seen. So that's the law of assumption. Once you build that faith using law of attraction techniques, then it becomes the law of assumption. And that is how you manifest. So yes, Law of attraction is still very important because we have to be willing to build on faith. We're not just born of faith, 
We have to build it. And so that's what I really want you to focus on. I want you to focus on building your faith through law of attraction techniques, even like visualization. Visualization is cool to do in the morning. I do it every morning, but visualization and using your imagination at night, like I said, is vital, right? So let's also talk about another um, law. I mean, yeah, law of assumption um, as it pertains to manifestation in the Bible, right? So we're going to talk about Mark eleven twenty four. Believe that ye has received and you will receive. Believe that you have received and you will receive. It doesn't say believe that you will receive it and then you'll receive it. It says that believe that you have already received it and then you and then it will be basically. And then you will receive it. Believe that you've already received it and then you will receive it. So stop thinking of your goals and the things that you desire as something that will be and start looking at it as if it's already here. And the only way you can do that and get that to settle in your subconscious is to use your imagination. Stop thinking you're too grown or too mature or too cool to sit and use your imagination because that's the only way. That's the only way that you can manifest the things that you desire. You have to see it as if it's already done. Something that you pray for, believe that it is already done and then it is done. Not believe that it will be done. Believe that it already is. Okay? I was also reading um, John chapter 10 in the Bible. I'm trying to get back to it. Let's see. So I'm going to go to John chapter 10 verse... Verse 10, John 10, 10, right? It says, and I am reading a different version than normal because my app was tripping this morning, but it says, the thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. The thief being fear, being doubt, being your lack of belief, your lack of faith. Your lack of faith is the thief that comes only to steal and kill and destroy. Then it says, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full. That's the, that's, that also says in the different version, I have come so that they may have life and have life and live it more abundantly, right? I, God, in this situation, who is within you, which is your imagination, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The good shepherd lays down the life for its sheep, Okay. The hired hand is not the shepherd who owns the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. How can this be interpreted about manifestation? The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd who owns the sheep. Your conscious mind is the hired hand. Whenever something comes that is a threat that is there, that is sent to destroy those fears, those doubts, that lack of faith, the hired hand, which is the conscious mind, runs off and starts to think of 
fear, anxiety, starts to think of, oh my God, what am I going to do? Loses faith completely. Your conscious mind is fleeting. It, it has all these emotions. It has all these thoughts. We have over 60,000 thoughts a freaking day. That is our conscious mind. That's why it doesn't control our lives. Thank God. Our subconscious mind controls our lives. Our subconscious mind is the good shepherd. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. The hired hand is not the shepherd who owns the sheep. So when he sees the wolf coming, he abandons the sheep and runs away. Then the wolf attacks the flock and scatters it. The man, your conscious waking mind, runs away because he is a hired hand and cares nothing for the sheep. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me just as the father knows me and I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. What does that mean? That means that your conscious, your subconscious mind, sorry, your subconscious mind will not stop. Your subconscious mind is going to keep going until whatever it is that you are assuming is already done is done, period. That's it. And then it says, I have other sheep that are not of this sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice and they shall be one flock and one shepherd. They shall be one flock and one shepherd. They shall be one flock and one shepherd. Now they were just scattered, right? Our conscious mind was fearful. Our conscious mind had the sheep all scattered, but I'm the good shepherd. So I, and I also have these other sheep, but I'm the good shepherd. So I'm going to go get my sheep and we're all going to be one again. We're all going to be one. We were separated by lack of faith, but we're all going to be one because the good shepherd is your subconscious mind, making it all one, making the things that you have assumed are already done. They're going to be done. It also says the reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. I have authority to lay it down and authority to take it up again. This command I receive from my father. What does that mean? I have authority to lay my life down and authority to take it up again. You have the authority to kill off or to have one version of you die and be reborn again into this next version of you. You don't have to stay the same. You have the ability to lay your life down, let that old version of you go, and then to raise up again, be born again into this new version of yourself that you now have manifested. Only you have that power. It says, no one takes it from me. No one can take your life from you, but I lay it down myself. I lay it down of my own accord. You are in control. You have the power. No one has the power over you to manifest anything. You have all the power. And you have that authority. And God has given you that authority. So when you start to think of your imagination as the Christ within you, 
you have to start understanding that that is, that is God's gift to you. God has gifted you with authority. God has gifted you with the power to lay your life down and to pick it up again. God says you don't have to be this version of yourself. You don't have to do that anymore. You don't have to. You have the power within you. I didn't send you to earth to just figure it out on your own. I put the power in you to be able to lay your life down and pick it up again. And I put security on that because no man can ever do it for you. No man can take your life unless you give it to them to take. No man has that power over you. I have put God now. I have put that power in you. So that you can do that for yourself. And that is what God wants you to do. God wants you to lay that old version of yourself down. God wants you to believe wholeheartedly that your imagination is the Christ within you. And God wants you to manifest the things that you desire, the things that you desire. God wants you to live life more abundantly. Why would he want some of his children to live life abundantly and not you? Are you not just as important? Does he not want all of us to be one? This can be interpreted so many different ways. I also have other sheep. I want them all to be one. In in one, right? You have to understand that you have all the power. You have to understand that God wants you to use your imagination and to use your power to manifest the things that you desire. He wants you to live life more abundantly. That is a clear instruction. That's what God is commanding that you do. God has always, it's always been written. It's always been in the Bible. Believe that you have received and you have received. As a man thinketh, so is he doesn't say as a man wishes, so is he. As a man wants, so is he. says as a man thinketh, as a man believe he is already, so is he. How can you already be it? You have to use the power of your imagination and you have to use it strategically in order to retrain your subconscious mind. There's so many more examples of manifestation in the Bible or how I choose to interpret it. I read the Bible a lot because I feel like it is an amazing spiritual tool. Whatever religion that you have or you don't or you don't consider yourself religious at all, you consider yourself spiritual, you still read books, you're still you still are guided. You know, you still need spiritual guidance. And I don't think that the words in the Bible were meant to be taken literally. Because some aren't taken literally, right? Some of them are parables, some of them I think that the entire thing is meant to not be taken literally, but that's just my opinion. Your truth depends upon the intensity of your imagination. Your life, your truth, your experiences depend upon the intensity 
of your imagination. I'm not telling you to go change your whole life. I'm simply telling you to use your imagination strategically. Before you go to bed, imagine up, just think about the life that you want and think about it as already done. It's already done. You're already in love. You're already rich. You're already wealthy. You're already experiencing amazing things. You already have health. You're already healthy. You're already healed. That's what God wants you to do. Let the weak man say he is strong. Ignore your current circumstances. The Bible says this a hundred times. Ignore your current circumstances and have faith. Not one does it not once does it say be fearful. Let the weak man say he is strong. That is your imagination. The weak man saying that he is strong is the use of imaginations. It is the use of the law of assumption. Let the weak man assume he is strong. You can replace the word. Let the, let the weak man assume he is strong and you will be strong. Let the poor man assume he is rich and you'll be rich. Let the sick man assume he is well and you'll be well. And the only way to do these things is to use your imagination and, and live from your desired state. Live from it. Don't think of it, but live from it. Okay. That's that's what I have for you today. We're going to continue this conversation. We're going to continue to talk about different law of attraction techniques that you can use and how to use the law of assumption. Um, Our next episode is going to be about the feeling, the feeling that you need to have that it is done and how to how to get your self into such an imaginative state that you can feel that it is already done, okay? So I'm excited about this series. Y'all know I'm super passionate about it. I hope I didn't sound like I was teaching um, a lesson. I hope that you got something from it and that it was enjoyable for you. Like I said, if you have any questions, you can definitely hit me up at Mindset Makeover Club on Instagram. Just send me a DM and I will gladly answer any questions on the next podcast. You can also find me on Instagram at... I am underscore Amanda Lee underscore. So I am Amanda, last name is L-E-I-G-H underscore. Okay. I am underscore Amanda Lee underscore. Did I say that right? Okay. Anyway, you can find me on there. If you need some manifestation tools to, you know, get you in the mood, get you to manifesting all these things that you want. I have, um, my online store, MindsetMakeoverClub.com. I have my money manifestation journal available online now. I have candles available, money candles, love candles, um, protection candles, whatever you want to manifest, okay? I also, if you're local, I have other candles that I can also sell. I have a spiritual awakening candle that is like my favorite right now. I also have some stress relief candles, some mental and physical healing candles. I have a peaceful home candle. It's It was sold out. I actually just got a new shipment of them in. Everyone loves the peaceful home candles. Those peaceful home candles are powerful as fuck and they work. If you're having issues at home, they work. Okay. They work. All my candles work. But that one in particular has saved a lot of, of people. Um, 
So yeah, check check me out at mindsetmakeoverclub.com and I will talk to you all very soon. Thank you so much for tuning in. Bye.